Wake up. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there. Hey, neighbors. Thank you for tuning in to the third Stonecrest podcast election series. We have proudly brought each candidate to our neutral platform answering the questions you've asked. We look forward to sharing this experience with you. So make sure you tell a friend to listen, subscribe to our newsletter, and follow us on Instagram at the Stonecrest Podcast. The Stone Press Podcast. Spreading awareness within our community. Now, on to the candidate's bio, which will be immediately followed by their interview. Please listen carefully and vote in the no. District 2. Incumbent City Councilman Rob Turner. Councilman Turner has served as a councilman for District 2 since the inception of the city. He has worked in various capacities of the community, advocating on behalf of children as a PTA president, committee and fundraising chair, GED instructor, and community league athletic coach. He is presently the chairman of the Spouse Advisory Board and the Stonecrest Film and Entertainment Commission. Councilman Turner holds a BA degree in Mass Communications from Florida State University and a Master's degree in Radio, TV, and Film from Bowling Green State University. Please explain the responsibilities of a city council person in Stonecrest. Well, we have two major responsibilities as council members which encapsulate everything that we do. The first is to create legislation that will protect and provide for our citizens through ordinances, resolutions, and zoning policies and procedures that will enhance their quality of life. The second is to create a budget that will empower the city to have a strong financial infrastructure to build upon and provide a full-service city for our citizens. How do you plan to be a transparent and effective communicator with the residents in your district? Very good question. Well, through town hall meetings, HOA meetings, PTA meetings, providing a platform and all those, all those capacities for the citizens to voice their concerns. By also providing a newsletter and communication alerts on our website to keep the citizens informed on what's happening in the city and in the district. How can we bring more commercial businesses into the area, such as upscale restaurants, family venues or activities, and retail shopping? Well, that will come through three words, clean, safe, and support by providing a clean and safe environment and support the businesses, restaurants, and retail shops we already have in the city. We need to continue to circulate the money in our city that will cause these businesses and family activities we have to grow and thrive, because it's important that if other businesses see the businesses in the city growing, they will want to be a part of that infrastructure too. So we must maintain the, the businesses that we have, strengthen those, and other businesses will come in to strengthen our infrastructure. What actions can we take to improve public safety in our city within your elected term? Well, well, let me just say that public safety is priority on my list. We are in the process now of looking into what it will take to have a police department in Stonecrest. It's going to take a minute, but until then, we will continue to work with DeKalb County Police to uh, increase patrols, visibility, and faster response time. I also think that it's important that our communities and businesses create something called a, a safety watch in their areas. And what I mean by that is to have cameras and additional lighting and emergency phones at bus stops, parking facilities, our malls, gas stations, walking trails and parks. Wherever people come together to congregate, it's important that we provide safety for them. So we are looking at getting us a police department in place, and I'm looking forward to having that in my next 
election cycle in reference to that happening. If you could change one thing about zoning, what would it be and why? Well, to ensure that residential areas, churches, and schools are not next to any hazardous producing businesses. We've had problems with that pretty much since the inception of me being on the council, and we're still working to correct that because of mistakes of the past, with past administrations and different things going on with Cab County. So that's very important to make sure that we have those businesses in place where they need to be placed. We want businesses, we want industry, but there's a place for them, and it's not next to homes and schools and churches. The safety and health of our citizens is of utmost importance to me. So what we need to do is to ensure that we put everything in its place and everything is in its place in reference to businesses, communities, and keep them separated and move forward to provide the services that the citizens need with those. How will you discern when it is better for the community to side with residents versus industrial business? Well, that's a very good question, but Simply put, when the businesses affect the quality of life of the citizens, that's it. And whether that's through the products they're providing or the location that they want to be a part of, the location can cause loss of value to homeowners and safety issues with traffic problems and debris. So it's important that we make sure that the citizens are protected on every side in reference to bringing industry and bringing uh, businesses and different companies in, but to ensure that they're not a threat or problem to our citizens. And when that becomes a problem, then citizens will always be first when it comes to that. What steps will you take to improve our city's financial footing? Well, you know, they say that relationship is a new currency, and I believe that. So with that in mind, collaboration, partnerships, working together with our stakeholders, our Chamber of Commerce, our NAACP, civic organizations, our school system, our film studios, as they're coming in, and we need to make sure that we have a, 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 a an employment trail or track for our students to be able to utilize these resources that's in the city. Decide to care, which promotes our city and the business community to help us to continue to promote the great potential and assets that our city has to offer and ensure, again, a safe and clean environment. If you received a grant for $5 million to spend in the city any way you desired, what would you do with it? Oh, that would be wonderful. I, I, I hope that's a, a preceding word but I would spend half on enhancing the quality of life for our seniors. I want to do that by ensuring that they have transportation to medical appointments, grocery stores, and recreational activities. To also help with their living expenses, I get calls all the time because of, there's a, I have about four uh, senior facilities in my district, and they are run by private industry. And a lot of times they are raising these people's rent who are on fixed income, and they cannot maintain that level of payment. So with that in mind, some are being evicted, some have to move abruptly. So I want to ensure that they can, be, they can rest assured that they're safe where they are and we're there to support and help them with the finances that we can build up to give to them. But also the other half, I would like to um, help women and children that are homeless, secure a safe and, and healthy environment. We talk about our children and all, but a child cannot learn if they come home one day and that everything's in the street or they're living in a transitional environment where they cannot be stable or steady or feel protected with their lifestyle. And of course, if they come home and they're hungry, I want to make sure that there's a stability in place for them where they don't have to worry about these things, that we have a wraparound service that will provide for them and all they have to do is learn. We'll take care of their other responsibilities. So that's on my wish list. If we could do that, I would be more than happy to help our seniors as well as our students and our homeless mothers to move forward and have stability, protection, and, and, and security where they are and their lifestyles. Have you made any mistakes as a leader? If yes, please share. And how have you grown from it? 
Oh, Miss Forte, you know, I, I think the last mistake I made was in 1972. I think that was the last time I made a mistake. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just kidding with you. But of course, you don't get this old by making, not only making mistakes, but learning from them. I, I, I think what's so very important is that you understand perspective when you, when you make decisions, because you can make a lot of mistakes by making the wrong decisions, and you make wrong decisions in a lot of ways by not getting a full understanding of perspective. Now, I'm going to give you an example that I always use. Now, I have a football in front of me. Now, you're on the other side of that football. Now, one thing we have in common is this. We're both looking at a football, but you see something on your side that I don't see, and I see something on my side that you don't see. On your side, you might see the name of the football company or whatever, but my side might show the size of the football, the inflation of it, the logo and all. But one thing we do know is that it's a football, and we agree on that. So for us to make a quality decision on what we need to do with this football, we need to understand both people's perspective and move on that. I can't go without your perspective, but you need to understand my perspective. And once we work with perspectives, then we will eliminate or alleviate mistakes, and then we can work together to build this city, because that's the goal to build the cities for generations to come. My wife always said there are more days behind me than in front of me. So really, I'm working not for me. I'm working for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and children, great-grandchildren that I'll never meet. But, in, but I want to ensure to them that they have a solid foundation, a great city they can build upon, and one that will enhance the quality of life for them for generations to come. So that's what, what, so that's what I've learned from my mistakes, to understand perspective and, and to respect everybody's perspective because we need all of that to work together. Why do you choose to live in Stonecrest? One word, potential. This city is an, it's an incredible phenomenon to me. God has given us such a wonderful opportunity to start from scratch, to build a city. I, I remember when I was younger, I loved Monopoly. And you always wanted Park Avenue and all these other kinds of things. You can build a hotel here. You can build a house here. You can do all these other things. Well, now we have a real Monopoly in place where we can really build that will enhance and help generations to come. We have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make this city great in every way. And I want my family and your family to be a part of that. Stonecrest really has it all. Beautiful parks, communities. But one of the most important aspects of Stonecrest is its people. We have great people here who love this city and only want the best for that. And that's what will make this city great and will benefit generations to come. So Stonecrest is, is the place for me and my family and for the generations of the Turners that will be coming after me. Thank you so much for answering our scheduled questions. Now, if you could take the time to talk a little bit more about your candidacy, what you have going on, where we can find you, and anything fun you would like to add. I'm running because I want to move forward with solutions. I'm running because I want, as I said earlier, the best for those that will be, come after me. You know, when I go to schools and I talk to students, I always tell them, I walk around, with an invisible baton in my hand. And I'm waiting to hand that baton off. But I have to ensure and make sure that when I hand that baton off, they have a wonderful, smooth track that they can run on to cross that finish line. So I'm preparing the next generation for a finish line to make things happen for them, to make sure that they have everything they need in place to be successful, to make sure that they have everything they need in place to make this city successful and that we can grow from that. I'm running because I love this city. I love the people that I represent. And I've always been a community-oriented person. I've always wanted to help people. And the best way I can help people is to enhance their quality of life, is to provide and to protect for them and to be there for them as a resource, a voice, and hands to help them fulfill their destiny and goals, what they want to do for their children, and to be there to be a strength and support in, every, in any way I can. 
You can always reach me by phone. I'll give you my phone, two phone numbers. You can even call me personally. By, my city phone is 470-381-8555. And my personal phone is 404-275-1096. You can also reach me at, probably at Publix and Kroger's. I'm always there, <laughs> especially on Wednesdays when they have senior day or when they have discount days. But really, anytime you can come see me, you can talk to me. I'm available and accessible anytime. I want to continue the journey. We're moving forward. From the time I began six years ago to now, we've increased in so many ways. Our budget has increased. Our quality of life has increased. Our roads have increased. Our, our plans for the city has increased. Everything, we're moving forward. We've moved on some things. We've cleaned some things up. We've straightened some things up. Now we're Stonecrest forward. We're Stonecrest strong, and we're strong moving forward to continue to make this life and this city a great thing for the people and residents that are of here. You can also go to my email. My email is rcherner at stonepressga.gov. I solicit your votes. Thank you for this opportunity to serve you the last six years, and I'm looking for the next four years to be even greater working with you and making these things happen. Thank you to listening to the Stonecrest Podcast election series for the city council candidates. Remember to tell your neighbors, share this podcast with everyone you know, and listen to every single episode so that you can vote in the know. The Stonecrest Podcast. Awareness within our community.